Somebody that I know has his wardrobe fully stocked with Frank Morano swag is uh, Brian Kilmeade, one of the hardest working commentators and journalists anywhere. Also happens to be a New York Times bestselling author, one of the most listened to nationally syndicated talk show hosts in the country, the uh, co-host of Fox and Friends, and uh, now he's even dominating cable news on the weekend. Brian, it's great to talk with you again. Thanks for joining us. What's going on, Frank? How are you? I have my butler lay out my wardrobe. I will include Murano. Is this action wear? Is this lounge wear? There's both. Is this formal wear? There's both. Uh, the the one thing I've asked for that uh, that they have not yet implemented is uh, they don't have a cocktail glass. I thought it would be so cool if there was like a, a, a an other side of midnight whiskey glass, but apparently the supplier that we use for our merchandise doesn't offer that. So we'll have to keep uh, wow. keep working on that. Well, that that's also there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening right now that might want to get in the cocktail best <laughs> glass business, Brian, or is in it and want a little of the Murano mer- uh, the the revenue. That that's right. Uh, that, that's right. Now, uh, Brian, a lot of stuff happening in the news, but uh, uh, you were uh, more right than wrong last week when it came to your analysis of the NFL playoffs. Obviously, this weekend a lot of people focused on the uh, Giants Eagles game. Uh, how do you see it going down? Any reason to be optimistic for Giants fans? Well, first off, I got to brag a little bit. I did get to the Jaguars game, and I was able to witness one you of the were greatest there in comebacks person? I'd ever see. There in person. Oh, wow. I have a, a, I, yeah, I'm, uh, I have a great radio station out there. I was able to be in the area. Of, of Michael Waltz said, Brian, I got tickets. And I said, you know what? Let me just go. My daughter never gets to go to a game. It's always with my son. So we went, and I could not believe the start. It was the worst start I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, for, he had three interceptions early, 27 nothing, And I thought, you know, they're not like us. We don't have two teams in every sport. They have one. One. There's no basketball. There's minor league hockey. And to see fans, like, just crushed, and then to see them stay a half hour after the game, literally nobody was leaving. And they just had the best time. So, And then to see something, what I thought was even better with the Giants, uh, coming back and just going toe-to-toe with the second-best team in the conference again and just be flat-out better, better game plan, better execution, more confidence. So I think they got a real shot this week. I think the Eagles have to be worried, especially after the way they ended the season. They needed that game. What was it, 22-16, the Giants playing their, a quarterback that's never started an NFL game before? That shows me that the, uh, the uh, coaches have made a lot of adjustments. Yeah, no, well, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm really hopeful and we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. Hey, by the way, the uh the Cowboys uh Tampa Bay game, is that do you think if you were betting, is that uh Tom Brady's last professional football game? Well, the story today, Julian Edelman is the former um undersized but uh fantastic uh wide receiver for the team now retired said that he's done in Tampa, but he's not done. Doesn't think. He's going to talk to him in the next few days, but Josh McDaniel, obviously, is longtime offensive coordinator, is head coach of Las Vegas Raiders. And that would be logical. Some people have said the back to the Patriots. I don't see that. Jets need a quarterback. I can't see them mm-hmm. doing that. The Patriots fans would be so mad. A lot of at people saying the couldn't... Dolphins, maybe. That's interesting, but I don't think so because of what happened last time. They got out in the 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 owner got fined. And because there evidently was a plan in place for him to go there, be quarterback, and be a part owner, 
and that was exposed, confirmed, and the owner was fine because it's meddling. He's with mm-hmm. another. He's with another team at the time. Can't do that. So I, I don't actually don't think he's saying. You know, one of the reasons is is because I think that it makes him look terrible because he blows up his marriage apparently to play one more bad season with a with a team that's clearly on the other side of success. And then he comes back and ends the way he did, and he did not play well, and his team was awful. So does he want to go out like that? I mean, personally, Fox is offering, what, $200 million just to sit in the booth and not wear eye black? No one will tackle him, not even Joe Buck because he went to ESPN. <laughs> so, I mean, just go – maybe that – wait. I mean, seeing him there – I, I wouldn't doubt – I'm going to be the Super Bowl. I wouldn't doubt he's doing something for Fox at the Super Bowl now. Maybe you might, might want to start that. Well, it's certainly going to be. Career. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. Uh, really, the the one of the greatest careers, if not the greatest career, of any quarterback in history. Hey, uh, speaking of history, we are watching history in D.C. Uh, they say today is the day that the U.S. could reach the debt limit. There are all sorts of uh, discussions about negotiations. President Biden says he's not going to negotiate over the debt limit. Kevin McCarthy says, "I can't believe this guy won't negotiate." Where do you see this? Uh, debt limit battle ending up, Brian? Well, the problem is, for Republicans, is that Joe Biden's desperate for a news change. And if you want to overwhelm the news of his docudrama, and he's handling it terribly, his press secretary, awful, they don't give her any information, doesn't seek it, gives bad answers, he even has NBC, uh, NBC and CBS and ABC upset. He wants it out of the headlines. So how do you do that? You shut down the government. So this guy is probably going to try to stare down the House. That you know, Kevin McCarthy shouldn't move, and he's not going to move. So this is use, use this as an opportunity to start looking at spending, make some pledges. That's what the debt ceiling's there for. It's not just to arbitrarily lift. It is especially in an off election year. You're supposed to take a look at this and say, "Hey guys, how together do we somehow act responsibly?" And instead, Joe Biden. Uh, Mr. What did he say? Uh, the Republicans are demented a couple of days ago. The big uniter is going to be asked to be a leader. And he's failed so many times before. All these bipartisan stuff that happened through the Senate. It wasn't him. He wasn't bringing people together. That got done in the Senate and they gave it to him. And, you know, whatever credit you want to give him, he's not somebody that's shown that you want to bring anyone together. So I see the government getting shut down. Well, it's going to be very interesting. I know the, uh, you know, if there's a, a debt default, they say that's going to be cataclysmic for the bond markets and for the uh, and for the stock market. But uh, if they go the government shutdown route, that'll be interesting as well. And I, uh, we've seen plenty of shutdowns, but I don't know that we've uh, that we've ever seen a, a debt default. So it'll be interesting. Now, um, in terms of the uh, story of George Santos, just when you think. It's over. There's another chapter. And I'm beginning to think this is like the kid that's stuck in the tube in Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. There's just so much pressure building and building every day that eventually it just has to burst. New York Post front page today has him dressed in drag in Brazil. How does this Santos story end, Brian? (laughs) I mean, it's the biggest embarrassment, period. I mean... You can't imagine a bigger fool on the planet. What I, what I think is going to happen is he lasts until they find corruption. Mm. And the corruption would be, the, uh, could, be the, 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 uh, uh, could be the campaign finance stuff. So, you know, taking, person, taking donor dollars and paying off your rent, uh, taking donor dollars 
and uh, and doing anything but you know paying your sister's bills. So that type thing. But lying on your resume, uh, you know, I guess the lawsuit in Brazil could be a big thing. I guess uh, Brazil might uh, look uh, look to extradite him and try to put him on trial for something. So that could you know that could be the story. But what an embarrassment! I asked Lee Zeldin earlier in the week. I said, Lee, would you? If they have a special election, would you run for it? He goes, I, I don't think so. No one's talked to me about it. But that would be the thing that Republicans would keep the seat. But he's like, I really don't want to do that. Yeah, there was a reason why I left. I was ready to move on. Mm, yeah. So, you know, the Re- Republicans could do something in Nassau County. They could do something in Queens. They could win. Obviously, they can win that seat. But they just need a normal person. I mean, this guy, do you know he made, I guess you know this, he made up a story where he got a volleyball scholarship to Baruch, yeah, he well, he go to volleyball. I don't even know if he plays volleyball. Right. Well, no, he told that to uh, Sid Rosenberg. Uh, it was on, on our station two years ago, and uh, now it's been uh, it's really exploded. The New York <laughs> Post has picked it up, CNN has picked it up. Well, when, whenever you're with Sid Rosenberg, there's always a desire to impress people with your athleticism and your physical ability. You know what that's like. Right. I, I saw that you were on his show said you turned down a, a full ride to Notre Dame <laughs> football. And I thought to myself, Frank's going to get himself in trouble just trying to impress Sid. And so he had something to say in the lunchroom. Yeah. No, I and think that's what I think. That's what the problem is. Yeah. I, I think Sid misunderstood me. I actually told him I turned down a, a ride to the church and Notre Dame in in France. You know, I turned down oh, a so ride. I, I stand corrected. Yeah, I didn't exactly. know that. So that was not <laughs> what's uh, what's coming up on Fox and Friends today, Brian? On Fox and Friends, it's going to be interesting. Tom Rinaldi's going to be joining us talking talk football. He's going to break down all the games of uh, Fox Sports. Uh, Carly, uh, Carly Shimkus uh, is going to join us with Kat Timpf and Lee Carter. And we're going to talk about how single woke females are reshaping the U.S. and become one of the Democrats' most reliable voting blocks. They are not examples of that. They're examples of little, uh, pretty much the opposite. We're going to open up with a docudrama. Uh, also, you know that uh, British comedian? I don't know if anyone's seen it, but he addressed a bunch of college students and basically told them how their woke principles are destroying, making them unhappy and destroying the world and stop with this whole green mania because we can't affect anything. Uh, we're only 2% of the, the world's pollutants. He, uh, We're going to have that story, uh, and we're going to take a look at uh, a new low in Davos. What the, what's happening with uh, Al Gore, who's totally defamed everything in his book and his movie that he predicted has been wrong. And he's screaming at the top of his lungs at the rest of humanity. The only person who embarrassed himself more, perhaps, is John Kerry. So the Davos debacle, why I'm glad I'm not a rich billionaire stuck <laughs> in Switzerland. So uh, I'll talk about that. And also, think about this, guys. 17 Virginia schools denied Merit scholarships to worthy students, many of which have moved on to college, because they want equity. It would make other people that didn't earn those scholarships and those merit scholarships, many of which have needed it to pay for college, almost everybody, because it would have made the people that didn't have it feel bad. So they kept it secret. Now it's done in 17 schools in Virginia. Is it being done in New York, in New Jersey, in Connecticut? I mean, do we have to go in there and find out? Did our kid earn something and not get it because other kids didn't? So equity in our schools, we have to snap out of it and get back to competing as Americans. If you want to destroy America, wipe out that sense of a competitive edge. That's what we do. We compete against each other and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, and now they want to stop us. I tell you, this is anti-Americanism. They want to, they want to stop that, com- that, com- that competing gene that we have. 
uh, in schools and, and, and look at what Youngkin's doing. So I'm going to expose that and uh, dive into that today. Mark Thiessen, Kellyanne Conway on radio. Uh, Kennedy's going to be in there. Uh, so those are at least three of the guests we're going to have today. Uh, do you, you know, speaking of Youngkin, you were the first person that I heard mention him as a prospective 2024 presidential candidate. Some people are saying that state Senate election that the Republicans lost in uh, Virginia last week might be a bit of a setback to his legislative agenda and then his long term political prospects. Other folks are saying that the non-Trump wing of the party is coalescing behind DeSantis. How do you view uh, Youngkin as it relates to 2024 at this point? He's going to be in there. Uh, he's going to be in the mix. Number one, he, uh, he's got the financing. I think he's, he's been strong in Virginia, but he's going to get with the Democratic legislature. Uh, he's got this huge business resume. I think American people like that idea. Uh, he is more Romney than Trump. Uh, no, no one really likes that too much, but he is more of a conservative than Romney. And I think he's, uh, I think he's got this photographic memory. I mean, he's wildly bright. He's got this athletic background, too, college basketball player. I, I think he'll be in there. He's definitely going to be an alternative. Look, uh, Hogan is a moderate. He's going to run. Um, you look at Asa Hutchinson, conservative but not enthusiastic. Nice guy. No, there's no Q rating. And then you have DeSantis, who everyone's counting on. But should he not uh, develop that retail politics to go in there and Look at Frank Morano and say, Frank, what's your problem? Well, you know, what do you need mm-hmm. in your town? That thing that Clinton has, that George W. had. If he doesn't have, and that, uh, you know, Donald Trump to a degree had. Donald, Donald Trump likes people. So I, I like uh, DeSantis, but a lot of people that know him extremely well say that he's got to work the tables. He, he's got to. You know, he's got to smooth the sponsors. He's right. They, they call, that they're calling it a, a likability problem that he's got. And he apparently he and his team are aware of this. And uh, they know that this yeah. is something that he uh, that he has to overcome. I think he'll be in there. I yeah. absolutely don't think he'll be in there because he'll he'll outwork you. The one thing about Youngkin, he you're going to have to you're going to have to knock him out. He, he will outwork you. Well, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, an action-packed show on television and on radio. Brian, it's always a treat uh, to talk with you. I really so enjoy uh, these segments, and I know uh, it's not as if you need many more things to do, but I really appreciate you uh, chatting with us each week. No, I love it, Frank. I get more feedback from this. And the other thing is I did not know you had this crisis of cups <laughs> and some type of, uh, you know, I did not know you needed so much more. Uh, so we want some vendors to contact Frank with some offers, make it a competitive bidding situation, and let's get that swag out into the uh, out into the general public. Brian Kilmeade, uh, thanks so much, my friend. I'll talk to you next week. You got it. All right. If you want to comment on any portion of our discussion, you can give me a call, 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Minute. We're going to do uh, 15 seconds of fame in just a moment. We have one, two, three, four, five open lines. All for you to be commenting for 15 seconds. 800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.